And welcome back. That's right. You're to the number one place you like to go to to click like, share, and subscribe. This is Saturday Night Gaming Presents, a Heavenscape game, Void Runner. I am your host, your GM, and the delightful voice of a lot of NPCs. I'm also the guy that decides whether or not these guys win or lose when they roll this uh, funny little dice that's got 20 sides to it. And we'll go ahead and get started, but before we do, I'll let everybody go ahead and round table introduce yourself, your character, and a little bit about what's going on with your character right now. I thought the dice decided whether we win or lose. I control the dice. <laughs> um, I think we're in a sewer right now. I'm the unknown. It smells like a sewer. It does, indeed. An earth sewer. <clears throat> Short and sweet. That's what we love about a Dean. <laughs> All right. I'm a Dean. Um, I am going to be playing um, Calcifer and Soul. Right now, I think I'm going to be stepping back into the shoes of Soul, who is also in the sewer. It kind of smells like home back before they had, you know, sewers. Back when poop and stuff was just everywhere. You know, all the, apparently the, the pig poop that you, you lived in. No, I said the pig mud. I said oh, mud. pig mud. Yes, I said mud. Pig mud. You know, the, the, piggy, kind of the, the piggy's thing. like... It's mud. all mixed together. Your favorite thing to do with stole was to dry that mud into clay so nobody had to roll in it anymore. Yes. There was one time, however, I tricked the Tolgram into eating a mud pie. <laughs> Secret ingredient. Not actually mud. Not the mud, it was poop. <laughs> it was poop. That's terrible. <laughs> I called them poop pancakes. Sis Fulgrim. That's terrible. <laughs> Another. <laughs> My name's Chuck. I'll be playing Take Your Pick, Heavy Metal, Death Metal, Dark Metal, Souls Hammer. Death Metal. Death Old Thar's Hammer. Yeah, whatever. And we're in the store. I'm going to calling for Tom because he doesn't know where we are. Tom. Tom. Plus I'm telling dude here to hit the wall so we can crunch yeah. him behind us. I'm Ronnie. I'm playing Argonaut Unit 002, Gabriel Clark. He is super clean inside his suit and it smells like lavender. But are your emotions clean? I don't think so. They, they are now because he's sober. My name is John, and uh, my character's name is Tom. Uh, he is the finger of the hand of God. <laughs> one of them. And, I mean, one of them. And uh, he currently doesn't know where his new friends are, and he's trying to, to figure out where they are. Yeah, why did they disappear right after you saved them? I saved their life, and then this is how they repay me. Wow. They ditched me. But it's a good thing because Tom has cosmic awareness. He, he does. Can just, he can sense where they may be. Hopefully. All right. So um, we'll go ahead and start off at the last action that we left on, which was Gabriel Clark trying to hit a wall to smash it and cause debris to block off the tunnel. Mm -hmm. uh, difficulty of 25. Be 24. Okay. It's not an epic failure. But 
as you manage to smash your power armored fist through the wall, what you don't realize is that you rupture a water main that's in, within that wall, causing the tunnel to flood and the water to fill up rather quickly. You're like, wow, how is this water main so big that this tunnel can fill up almost instantaneously and then flush us all away, guiding us further down this tunnel, further away from Tom before we realize what's going on. But it's true. That is how much water was in that water main as you are all swept away by this rushing gust of water. Gust. I don't think it would be a gust. A flush. Flush of water. Gush? Swell. Gush. Gushing. That's what you're a rushing swell of water. Yes. Or a blush. Torrent. A torrent of water rushes that you away. That also It's the first time souls had a bath in eons. Is it really a bath? Mm. Got herbs. Yes. Hey, hey, the, the UV light probably sanitized my body. Yeah, herbs and natural scents. So now we'll go to you, Tom. Yes. Smashing your way free from this robot, surrounded by pulsar units and flying drones with little minigun turrets on um, their bellies, and the one old man standing in the back of a paddy wagon going, where did everybody go? I thought we were going to go talk to Stein about this whole mess. Do I know this old man? Uh, yes, it's me, Runestrom. I've been, I've been, you've been flying on my ship. I built it. Where is everybody? They are up to some sort of shenanigans. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me tune in to the cosmos. And then, like, my eyes start to glow, and I, my mouth gets really big, and I'm going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's have like to do this. a little spearhead vibrating. I don't have to do this. I just do this for it theatrics. It makes me feel good. It might, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like my version of singing. I'm happy. Okay, so I'm rolling. What? What? I rolled a three. You don't know where they are. The cosmos aren't paying attention to them. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. All you know is that Runestrom's right in front of you, and he's the only person that you know in this area, and you do know that you are surrounded yeah. by these threatening, menacing robots. Yeah, and he doesn't know where everybody else is. Yeah. I, I was hiding in, I mean, I was standing in the paddy wagon, waiting for everyone else to ride peaceably with me to sort this out in, in an amicable fashion. All right, so. And then they ran off, following that drunk boy. What, what drunk boy? The drunk boy in the big mechanized suit of armor. What? Drop kicking everything and smashing it with hands and such. So they followed him? They followed him which way did he go i'm not entirely sure how do you know they followed him they were gathered around him and then they disappeared did they teleport it didn't look like any kind of teleportation mechanism that i've Tom, ever seen Tom, did, wait, wait hold sewer. on i hear Tom, something Tom i'm gonna roll to here and see if i hear that no i can't <laughs> I didn't perceive them at all. I can't like they're so far away from you so fast you didn't know what happened to them. I got some perception here. I got a I got an E in perception. Now, as you're standing there, 
another hovercraft begins to maneuver into the area. Now, this thing is serious. It's large. It's like a tank. And as it hovers in, it comes to a slow and steady halt. One of the doors opens up on the top of it. And you see, at first, what you see is a spike. It looks like a large spike. And then you realize that that spike is atop of a helmet. As this cool. helmeted man starts to climb out of this tank unit, and he's wearing uh, pretty sleek, clean-looking uh, regal uniform, almost, with epaulets and some armor plating. Uh, black is the overall tone. Oh, you know what goes good with black? What? Gold. Well, that's great because that's also what's there. Yeah. A little bit so of gold. A little can bit I of like? Trim. Can I like? form some like similar armor black and gold i look super cool so, so you mimic his uniform yeah 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 okay fair enough i'm like hey it's me you <laughs> you can roll shapeshift i'll go okay. i'll give you a limit of 25 on that to find out if you do it well enough to make okay. them think it's him all right hey it's me all right i rolled a 15 um and we're gonna go with. Are we gonna go with magic or wisdom? I think that's your magic. Is... Okay. So total. Do I have any? Oh, and you said shapeshift. Yeah. So I don't know what that gives me, but that's an exploit. So fifteen plus eleven, plus whatever exploit I got. That's over twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. I'm not good at math. Tom is not. So you a math look magician. like a, almost like a carbon copy of him. Hey, remember me? As he steps you? down from this big tank unit. I was unaware that I was going to be joined by any other Stein units. Why have you been sent? Because I'm from the future. Da? Yes. Future Stein. So yes. we have already conquered all. We're almost there. We're almost there. Then we must have powwow and figure out what we must do now. Yes, exactly. First thing we need to do is there's these people I'm looking for. We need to find out where they are. Da, we are looking for strangers who have come to this world. Yep. They rebel against the system of Stein. Yeah, they're very strange, very strange people. Horrible people. Yeah, but we need them because we need their help. We need them to help us make us take over? Yes. Exactly that. How would that work? Hmm? Well, if I tell you it might corrupt the future where we take over the galaxy, so... Doc, I think there is one thing I think we should do. We should build a sensor array system that can pinpoint the location of these friends so we can find them to get help. I think that is a reasonable idea. I am glad that I agree with myself. Then we must return to Stein Tower. Let's do that. And you will help me build sensor array system to track down these people. Yes, that sounds like a great idea. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's take this old man too. 
Yes. Everyone knows of Rundström mm -hmm. and his good building and mechanical <coughs> engineering. Yep. This is good plan. Stein is happy. And Stein is happy. Yes, Stein. We are Stein. We are Stein. Ah, da, da. Climb into Stein tank. We will go maybe shoot something on the way. But just for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> that is my lap. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you roll away in the Stein tank with uh, this Stein as another Stein, who yeah. he seems to think is okay that there are many Stein. Yeah, of course. Makes perfect sense. Oh, yes, the multitudes. All right. So, not really back in the sewer, but at the sewer drainage point, where you are flushed out into the woods outside of Agaropolis. You find Adin, Saul, Death Metal, and Gabriel Clark. You're flushed out into the dark woods in the middle of the night outside Agaropolis. And you I have a general that. idea of the location you were trying to head towards. When I said to hit the wall, it's not exactly what I meant. It's not my fault they have shoddy engineering here. It's not my fault that your equipment can't make look at a pipe and say, oh, there's water behind that wall. I didn't check. What does he see? <laughs> no, he doesn't see. Right. All right. So I'm assuming y'all are going to start maneuvering through the woods to try and find this location that you were given information, information on. Yeah. Uh, and as you do, there's not really a clearing per se, but you come upon what seems to be a hatch, a metal hatch hidden in a hillside in the woods. And there's uh, like a metal wheel on the hatch and so, like glass paneling. There's a hatch in the middle of the woods. Let's go in. I don't know. It's, it looks like it could be a trap. In that case, let's doubly go in. Let's do it. Yes. There could be, you never know, there could be like cured meats down there, maybe some wine. Uh, maybe a sword or two. Wow, swords are great. <laughs> Remember when that, what's his name's workshop we found? Yeah. It was underground. Yeah. <laughs> they are <laughs> looking true. up for us again, Oltar. <laughs> Look at this, the two last standing storm riders, back at it again. The return of the storm riders. <laughs> All right, so I'm assuming y'all are opening the hatch to you go bet in. You, yes. I will bet my bottom dollar on it. That's right. What is the bottom dollar? Uh, I got no dollars. So I got dollars. All right, so you, you begin to open the hatch and you maneuver in as you carry on down the stairwell into this underground facility and you start walking through. You realize that there's a lot of people here. Oh, uh, each one of them kind of dirty and dingy, dressed almost like homeless folk. Um, upon closer investigation, you would notice that each of them, um, some of them have some very strange physical features. 
soul looks at better clothes and looks at this. Oh, they look like I'm homeless. Kicks a little rock. <laughs> and they kick the rock. Let us proceed with caution. You know, they might try to take what we have. Let them try. I mean, I don't really care. It's not like I really carry money on me. I anything. don't have anything to give them except chaos. Except these hands. <laughs> right. These hands. So you would notice so that some of them have... These hands. Both, right. <laughs> Both of them. Uh, you would notice that some of them have very strange physical features. Some of them have uh, eyes of odd color or mutations of like multiple arms or insect-like appendages, uh, but all very unique and very different uh, looking people. Should they go see hello? What? Should they Where go see hello? They sure. are in this, they are in this underground facility that you found yourself in. Why? So we see them like from a distance, or they're like all around us. They're all around. They're just gathered. Hello. So they don't seem like aggressive or anything. No, they see you. They just kind of look listless and uh, almost in the heart of despair. Don't be sad, everybody. Soul is here. I will take care of you all. I'll make it bright and sunny. What are your names? Uh, one of them steps forward and he throws back a hood and you see he's got like a little bit of stubble um, and some short cropped hair as he gets into your face and goes yo my name's retrograde whose soul and who do you think you are that soul is my name and I think I'm soul <laughs> I ain't never heard of you I ain't never heard of you well, you're here in my home, and you're telling me you ain't ever heard of me? I'm retrograde, man. No, I'm one of the freaking Terran God. You don't know oh, about me? Wait, why didn't they have a sushi with your name? Because there ain't no sushi that can be unmade into a well, different Mr. sushi. Sushi that exists 15 seconds before it's sushi is just fish. It's a living <laughs> fish. What are they going to do? Give you a freaking... A goldfish bowl and say, here, enjoy your retrograde sushi? Oh, wait, your retrograde? Yeah, of course we've heard of you. See? Oh, blue hair, pretty girl over here knows who I am. At least one of you is this smart. Why don't you just shut up and tell us what I ain't gonna shut up. I'll slap you out of time. Come on. I'll do it. I've done it before. Come on. Let's do it. What do we need to know from this? Do you, are you the one that turned the little drone into the blue light? Oh, you talking about hacking and stuff? Sure, he made... That's Dagon. He's over there. Where? He ain't gone right now. Where'd they Thank go? you. Let's go. By the way, I rolled a 33, so... We're going to go talk to him. We're going to go talk to him. That's how you get the information. You just make people... Is that okay with you? Yeah. Retrograde? All right. Huh? We're going to go talk to that dude. Is that okay? Yeah, sure, it's his place. What do I care? Oh, but you said that it was yours. You hey, lie. Hey, I'm talking about my home. Where are you from? Well, that place is gone, so it doesn't matter. So you ain't got no home, so you homeless. Thanks so for making you my help. You're in, you're in a position well, to be thanks, a little you bit know, nicer. We just met, and you already stuck a knife in my back and twisted it. So <laughs> as, heavy, <laughs> as death metal begins to form the cannon out of his arm, and he's like pointing it, retrograde just kind of like taps it real quick and it reverts 
to about five seconds before when his arm was just a hand. Hey, man, that's not cool. You can't go around making people do stuff they don't want to do. I didn't make him do anything he wanted to do. He's going to do it, just not right now. I made it to where it didn't happen. Timey-wimey, friend. One time, this detective liked to shoot people with an arm cannon, and I had to slap him out of time and space, too. Okay, we're going to go talk to that other guy now. Yeah, talk to Dagon. See if he's any nice. But where has it gone? He's over there. But you said they look, were gone. Look, his look. name is You see D-A-G-O-N. the really tall guy over there with Dagon. the blonde hair and the big mustache washing people off with water? Yeah. Okay, that's the moist maker. Don't look at him. Past him, you see the little guy sitting at the chair with the long hair. But what greasy happens if looking? I look at the maker of the moist? You good? Do you like getting wet? He's gonna I mean, shower you with water. That's what he does. And I'm, his little I'm, friend I'm, Renegade, he just talks all the time. Listen, dear friend, one. I, nothing can make the soul wet. He's super, he's super flaming hot. So he winks at the retrograde. Super so, flaming hot. Let's go talk to. As they're arguing, I head towards... Toodles, Mr. Grade. Alright. So, you see uh, a small frame, young man, uh, probably in his <clears throat> mid-twenties. Uh, you see that he wears, like, pretty pretty goth clothes. Black, long coat, long black hair. Um, he looks back. You made it. Ah, Dagon. Yes, me. Once upon a time, I had a great mansion that existed above this place. What's happened to it? Uh, Look. Do I really need to slap it out of you? (laughs) There was this honorary fella. He came by means of a reptilian (laughs) army. Let's just say he and I crossed words. He had like, against my mansion, but now I have an underground dwelling. Sounds like you got the short end of the sick there, my friend. It's all I right. lived underground for I most of my life. I'm sorry to hear that. I was very cozy. Was it really? Though? It was really cozy. Uh, like the smell. No, it wasn't a sewer I lived in. So we just lived in tunnels. Stein everywhere. <sighs> Didn't you hear? I hear you say Stein was your daddy or something. Yeah, Becca I just slowly gaze Becca. at him. Becca at the sushi Dagon place. slowly scoots his chair back. <laughs> we all just go. You're a Stein. <clears throat> My name is Gabriel Clark. What's your real name? Yeah, Gabriel what, Clark. What's your real name? Is it Stein McSteinerson? No. What about Frank? <laughs> I look like a Frank. <laughs> he threw me out. Oh, poor little Gabriel. So you changed your name. That really showed them. I didn't, didn't have a name. Oh, that's even sad. I'm so sorry. Poor little baby. Don't feel man. sorry for it. I don't. <laughs> so Frank, tell me. That's not. It was not nice to lie. Can I call you Frank? No. But if your dad's Stein and your name is, it, you My don't see the joke Stein. here. What? My name is not Stein. But your daddy. But is you Stein. said your I don't Stein was your father. Care. Listen, listen. No, no, no. I want nothing to do with him. Trust me, as someone who doesn't go by their birth name, my birth name is Trius. But I like the name Soul because it has more meaning to me. 
My sole mission is to hunt him down and kill him. His sole mission. That's cool. <laughs> well, listen. Yes. We would all like to hunt down and kill us a Stein or two. I don't know anything about this guy. Where have you been? Stuck in a hole for over a century? Oh, he's a son. Yes, Scott. I am a Stein. Stein has tried to kill me on multiple occasions. Did you just try to tell me that this red-headed fellow over here is the son? Yes. He well, not your son. son yes. A different son. He's his son, yes. Literally S-U-N, not S-O-N. Although he probably did have parents. At one point. Why do you got to remind me of the one thing I don't <laughs> Alright, so you're a very confusing lot, but we have very strange individuals around here from the pandemic to the Outworld invasion. A lot of things happened. Outworld. But Alexander Stein represented a political front to the people of Earth. He maintained his political party here in Agaropolis. And I worked against him from the inside because I smelled something fishy. But he managed to convince everyone that fear was the principal factor. And convinced them that the only way to shed themselves of that fear was to give in to the security protocols of Steintech. That's when ship after ship began to arrive and the Stein bots started overtaking everything, hunting down anyone with the parahuman genetic, hunting down anyone who would rebel against them, and of course, hunting down anyone that is smart enough and capable enough of hacking their systems, a.k.a. me. You had me scared there for a second. I'm not that smart. Capable. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So where do we go to kick the dude in the hiney? <laughs> tell, trust me, I, I, I'll kick him. You're telling me <laughs> that you want to go to the Stein Tech Tower and you want to walk up to Stein and kick him in the head. So Heine. Like a solid plan. Heine. I mean, Heine. Well, Heine. in all fair... In all fairness, it sounds like this Stein person either one wasn't hugged enough as a child or two never got the spanking. I say we give him that spanking. In addition to the hug or... No, no hugs. No, no hugs. hugs. No hugs. Maybe. I'm okay with this plan. I don't like Stein either. With, with the hugs? With the, the kicking, the kicking the in the hiney. No hugs allowed. The hugs burn. No, we spank. Hug. <laughs> He might want that. <laughs> That's my time. I'll spank your mind. <laughs> Just spank him from a distance so he can't syringe you with anything. Well, that is something that Terran God would be interested in participating in. Question. Answer. Al- Alexander Stein, who is he? What do you mean? He's your dad. He's a Stein. The son of Stein. Great. Oh, sweet. So we get to go kick your brother's butt. According to our history logs, Thaddeus Miles Stein arrived on Earth 
around the mid to late 1800s, building a pharmaceutical empire for himself, siring children who begot more children than those two. Alexander was the one that was remaining and led the political party to convert everyone over into the age of Stein. The Stein Age, one might say. <laughs> oh, that uh, so. But that, of course, came after his brother was mutated into what's called a 4-2. <gasps> That's fair. Gasps. That is not cool. Les gasps. <sighs> Rain <sighs> predicted the future. <laughs> However, many of the 4-2 units accumulated and left. We do not know to where. Good I am riddance. unable to hack into the 4-2 protocol systems. They are very advanced. I could try eating one. <laughs> you you want to me. eat a 4-2? I mean, sure, why not? Has anyone ever tried to eat one to maybe kill it? <laughs> no one has ever tried to eat a full-sized automaton, no. <laughs> Well, I'll be the first. Get the kids. It'll be a it'll be a great experience. <laughs> you know, I I hear Earth Prime has this thing called barbecue sauce. What does barbecue? Agaropolis sauce? makes the best barbecue. sauce. Put it on the four two before you eat it. It'll help it taste better. What does, what does barbecue sauce? It is spicy ketchup. Yes. What's ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> it's ketchup delicious. Is tomato sauce. Okay. With vinegar. With vinegar. Yes. So, okay, you're starting to read my language. We had it with mushrooms and tomatoes and vinegar. We don't put mushrooms in our. Well, that's a shame. Mushrooms are so ketchup. good. They're really mushrooms good. good. Yes. They're also very sustainable. I miss food, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why would you guys stop talking about me? <laughs> okay, you let's, well, let's, let's, let's go think Dagon has spoken. We will give you the assistance of Baron God, <laughs> my friend, Renegade, and Retrograde. They didn't name each other at the same time. Are we sure about that? Do they have a friend named Powerade, maybe? <laughs> uh, no, but we do have one named Lawmaster. He actually returned to us not long ago. He was wandering through the woods. I would like to introduce you to... Detective McTavish. <gasps> As he walks out with his dirty trench coat, his streaked gray hair, temples uh, kind of graying. He hey. would at least recognize... He's that. alive. You're alive. Do you know this man? Of course I'm alive. Yes, I do. He almost died in my tunnels. Though that's not very cool. It was very stressful. Can we trust him, though? I don't remember, but I think so. You can trust me. I'm uh, going to kill Stein. Oh, so he no was always going on about killing Stein. Kill Stein Actually, no. You worked for Stein. Oh, <gasps> so the truth comes out. Ha-ha. Shame on you, man. He's probably like Stein's brother. Maybe he was Are working. You his lab hold on, hold on. Maybe he was working for Runestrom. I can't remember. He, yeah. Well, he's part he was working for Runestrom. Are you part Never mind. Stein's he was working for, for Runestrom and not Stein. I was undercover to take down Stein from the inside. Hmm. He was going to spank him from the inside. Tom Thumb is there. Hold on. Out of character. Your partner was killed, right? His partner was killed, but is also Pulsar. 
Yes. Yeah, they kill them and turn them into an experiment. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. I rem- I'm trying to remember the timeline of that that game. I mean, that's the first one we played Zoom. I, on that Zoom, was. So was. I'm trying to remember it, yeah. This time. And again, years? we saw him. Where was Chuck during that game? Oh, were you, was he out there during that game with McTavish and Al? And... No, he was, he played as Souls, Souls Hammer. No, you were. Yeah, he you... played it, but he wasn't present during the session when the last session when all that stuff happened. He wasn't oh, there. right, right. Okay. Yeah, because he kept drinking out of his flask. Yeah. <laughs> so why didn't McTavish end up on the escape thingy with us? He did. He did. Mm-hmm. Earlier, when you came here, he dictated that Detective McTavish also came down. Oh, see, I, thought, I was confused. I we thought, just didn't pay attention to him. Right, I, I wasn't. He was yeah. there. The Watcher's there too. He's okay. just really depressed over his dead wife. I wasn't clear. Hey, good to see you. Good. I mean, the Watcher's too. not here right now. He's on the ship still, being depressed. You want to help us, Spanks Dine? That's what I'm here for. I bring out my gun and just kind of twirl it around and put it back in my holster. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> Don't look at me. I have a cool little gun that can spin on fingers. So, as you all start to gather around and I make this alliance, you start to recognize like kinds and people who all have a vested interest in hating Stein. But meanwhile, in Agaropolis, <laughs> there's this dark store, and all you can hear is the blaring of music. You say you want me. You say you need me. I'm Calcifer, baby. (laughs) As he's dancing around, listening to all the music he can find, loving it At the same time. Yes. He's got like six CDs playing at the same time. He's actually got like some reggae playing at the same time as he has goth punk playing. He's trying to mix the sounds. I don't like that one. Let's try some of this. Maybe even takes out his flute and tries to, like, uh, rhyme it up with what's going on. Starts pulling, like, random parts from different instruments and starts trying to craft him his own unique <laughs> instrument. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's like what he's a, doing. It's got, like, a flute handle, but then after that, it's a lute. Is he, like, and a And then god? after that, it's a he's mandolin. A music and it's like, what is going on here? But he's also watching the people who are entering the store and looking at their fashion, and he's just like listening their attitude he's like it's, it's like they know me he likes the way they wear suit jackets but roll up their sleeves to their elbows yeah. I like this he looks at the suit he's wearing he's like I'm out of style I can't be seen he sneaks behind a curtain and he changes his appearance and right. he blends in think of um, very Neil Gaiman esque eternal like black eye goth makeup Kind of black clothing. Teased out hair. Yeah, kind of frizzy hair. All right. And as as he's listening to all the different musics, he actually finds one that just sings right into the heart of him. And he's looking at the album and he's flipping it over. He holds it to his chest. And it's While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And he, just, he, he starts crying. He actually he cries. It. He, he, he does. He cries. Full of tears. He must like, know more about this George. Just sits there and he's like, who hurt you? I imagine they're the same person who hurt me. But who hurt you, George? Who hurt you? All right. 
So as you're doing this, though, a sudden sharp pain hits in the back of your skull. Ow! The voices ring out in your ears as what you see surrounding you fades to black, and then the familiar form of Thorn appears before you. Oh, hey, buddy. Calcifer. Yeah. We have spoken of this. Of what? You have a mission to tend to. Yeah, but sometimes I forget. Thorn, his glorious golden form, leans in closer. You cannot forget, Calcifer. It is important. Yeah, but... You must help these people achieve greatness. How can they do that if you do not challenge them? But the memories, they get they get so fuzzy sometimes. I can't tell if what I'm doing now has already happened and I'm just reliving it, or if it's all new, or if it's a dream. <sighs> I need clarity. Calcifer, Calcifer. As a black smoke starts to overcome him, and the feminine face comes Oh, forth. there you are. Why don't you stop slacking off and do what you're supposed to do? <sighs> Your friends are out there right now, about ready to die at the hands of the man who tempts to be a god. You think that us, we the primordial, want to bow before some bald baby of a human? You think that we want you to sit around dilly-dallying, sitting on your thumbs, while everyone else is scattered, running amok with no information, no necessary power, no strength within them? Your job is to carry out the challenge. We have vested you with our power so that you can challenge them, make them face their fears, and purify them in strength. You're right. I know I am. I spoke, didn't I? All right. Let me get to this, then. There. One more chance, Calcifer. But if you fail, just remember... What has been given can be taken just as easily. Yeah, I know. Well, be on your way. Toodles! Um, Ta-ta. Ta-ta, talk to you later, Thorn. As the (sighs) reel begins to merge back into your field of vision. George, it's been nice. I'll come back for you. No, he doesn't steal it. He doesn't steal that. (laughs) He scans around, and if he can find one, like a like a Gibson Les Paul type electric guitar or mm-hmm. bass, as he looks around, he's like, "I'm gonna take this." Stealth. Who do I have? Stealth. Yes, I do. You're very flamboyant right now, so I would say you have to roll a twenty-five. I'm gonna give you a favor. All right, I'll take it. I'm not going to get it. What'd you roll? That's 13. All right. So you grab the guitar and you start to run from the store when you hear whoop whoop. No. As the similar red and blue lights occur and you see several Pulsar units exiting the vehicle and walking towards you. Stop. Thief. (laughs) You will pay. Pay what? The retail price for that guitar. 
Tom this. Thumbs there. The retail price is your life. I don't think so. Well, it's at least your freedom. No, I don't think so. I'm looking for a spell. Quick. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you look for a spell real quick. Um, is it just one of them right now? The How many of them are he's there? Been hanging out in, he's been hanging out in his pocket. Of course. He's just a thumb. He's How, like that thing. Yo! We ain't paying for nothing. How many of them are there? <laughs> um, could I... You're not going to react to Tom Thumb's presence? Well, this is like, one what? creature. That's why Thorne told him to stop sitting on his thumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so with the new magic system, you have to have spell slots to do stuff, but I don't think I have anything that specifically creates like a large-scale illusion. So if I wanted to do that, just based on my like invocation, I don't know if I could do that. Um, Explain it to me in simple language. So basically, I have a list of spells that I can work with. I can only right. do stuff with that. So like, I can't just say, cool, I'm going to weave magic and create an illusion. Yeah, you can't just make something up. You yeah. have to work with what you yeah, got. So I'm trying to think of what I could do to target two of them. I could banish one of them, but then I can't do anything for the next one. So I'll try to banish one of them. Okay. I'm giving you another one. I'm giving you my last favor. I'm taking it from you. I don't want to be arrested. No! Um, so that's... What's, what do I got to meet? To banish them, you're attacking them, 25. Oh, wow. Wow, I don't know how I managed to do that. So I rolled a 4, plus my magic, which is 16, which 17, 18, 19, 20, plus 6 from being a master in invocation. That's 26. So that works. Yeah. So explain to me how it looks when you banish them. Like, do you run up and, like, plant hand on them or something? I walk up and... Gently caress his cheek. I was like, I'm going to need you to sit here for a little bit, sweetie. And I push him through a, a portal. <laughs> this does not compute. Yeah, compute, whatever. As the other one reacts. All right, so you knew there were two of them there, so I'll allow you to roll for evasion. And you've got to meet a 25 on evasion. I'm, I'm not going to be able to be... I don't have evasion as a skill. Okay. Do you can, have any kind of defensive skills? Can Tom Thumb roll to evade? So he doesn't get hit? Tom Thumb can do something momentarily, okay. but he um, will be hit. I could tr- have deceive, performance, empathy, crafting, persuade, stealth, perception, and invocation. And again, he wasn't meant to oh, be like a frontline. Tom fighter. Thumb has evade. He could be like, Duck! So, then, I mean, I guess that he's probably going to hit you. But he's just punching you in the face. He made his partner disappear. Mm -hmm. No one makes my partner disappear. I've got really bad feelings about that. As he throws (laughs) a fist at you, hits you in the face, you're looking at a four damage. Okay. Four so. Because he just punched you. Okay. Now, Thomas Thumb. Yes, I am Thomas Thumb. (laughs) Yo, I'm Thomas now. You were in his pocket. You've seen him be hit by this robot man. What is it that Tom Thumb would like to do? 
Nobody hits my pal. Tom Thumb's gonna hit back. So he, um, he goes up and, like, hits him as hard as he can. All right, roll for strength. You're looking okay. at 25. All right. Tom Thumb. I'm gonna hit you now. Hold on a second while I roll. He pulls out his little tiny PDA. <laughs> Ooh. We have to do this because we're like cosmic beings. So let me let me roll here. I know we you used don't to understand. be uninvolved, but now we've chosen the path of being involved. All right. In your face. Nine. And I got two for strength. Take that. So you see this little golden man jump out of your pocket, run across the guitar that you stole, leap onto this droid unit. He's like, Tom Thumb! Tom Thumb! In your face! And he punches him against the helmet, and you just hear this little tink, tink, (laughs) as he plants his fist there and looks up, and he's like, that's what I thought. And the robot (laughs) flicks him. As he flies across the street, skidding on his butt. Coward. <laughs> what do you do, Cal? Hmm. Let me make sure. You just flicked your little friend. Make sure I have. <gasps> your butt friend. He may be your friend. He also has gold accents. And Tom Thumb gets up and dusts himself off. He is also a celestial power. He's going to start walking in that direction. It's a ways away because I'm so tiny. He's got. He's actually okay. like skipped every leg day. So he's got like teeny legs <laughs> yeah. and like a real skinny waist. But then just like this huge overburden. He can't like, bend his arms body. past a certain angle. I can't even scratch my own back. But I don't need to. I'll knock you out. And then use your dead body to scratch my back. <laughs> Thumb, thumb. I'm no longer Thomas Thumb. And he actually Tom. wears a driver's cap. Ah. Yeah. I'm going to try something, but I don't know. Like an Irishman. Real yeah. tough. He is Irish. Okay. He's real tough. I feel, I feel like he is. So I'm going to like rub my jaw. It's all an act, like though. Blood off. Like you're, you're getting on my nerves. I'm going to need you to go to sleep forever. I'm going to try to uh, use Killing Word on him. I'll let it. I'll allow it. Okay. What's my benchmark? Right, to, to attack is 25. For him. It's 11. All right. So. Um, basically, it says you choose one target within range that can hear you and then speak the ancient tongue of the spell. After a successful casting, if the creature has a benchmark equal to or lower than your mag- uh, magic rating, or if its current health state is um, half health or less, the creature drops dead immediately. What's the word? You just uh, yeah, I told him he's going to go to sleep forever, and he does. It just basically slumps before you as you walk up and talk to it. Oh, and hold on a second. The other one like, has a duration die. Let me make sure. To remain banished, yeah. Yeah, it's but a D6. I, I would also think that would matter if you were sticking around this one area yeah. to wait for him to come back. And as soon as one, the other one's dropped dead, I'm just walking out. Matter of fact, did they come here in a car? They did. No, I don't know how to drive. Are you going to leave Tom? 
No. Come on, Tom Thumb. Hey, yo, Tom. Tom. Tom Thumb. Yeah, I'm Tom. You're not Tom. He doesn't know how to drive, so he's just going to carry you. Y'all are going to walk. <laughs> are you you're Tom too? Tom too. It's how Tom knows. There's two thumbs. They're one body. Oh, no. That's, that's Tom Thumb's thumb. Yeah. All right. Oh, no. He's <laughs> even tougher. Oh, no. <laughs> There's only one Tom Thumb. Well, there's two. No, three. Oh, no. And they have thumbs, too. They all have Tom thumbs. Thumb is having an existential thumb crisis. <laughs> it's thumbs all the way down. Existential thumbs! I forgot what I was supposed to be doing. All right, so, Cal, where are you taking Tom? Um, We're going to go to Stein Tower. Good. Because the big Tom's there. Right now. All right. <laughs>